0: yo what is up everybody welcome back to another edition sports Sanders aiden i am Darius adams and thank you for joining us today we are having another edition of our weekly nfl recap as we're covering all 16 games of week four of this nfl season before we even get started make sure to like this video subscribe to our channel and comment your thoughts about this video and possible video ideas going forward for us as always now let's get started with the story the game of week four for all the wrong reasons in the Thursday night football matchup as the Miami Dolphins fall to the speed team 15-27. Again, we all know the story. Two-time about of quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, goes down with a horrific injury uh, on Thursday night football. And as we know right now, he's out for an upcoming week five game against the New York Jets. And, you know, we can talk day and night about how Tua should not have played in this game, especially after how things unfolded the game prior to that, only a couple of days before that, during that game versus the Buffalo Bills. Mike Mike Mike, Mike McDaniels knew Tua should not have been playing. The Miami Dolphins doctoral personnel knew Tua should not be playing. And Tua Tangabala's teammates knew that he should not be playing. Everybody knew Tua should not be on that field, and since he was, since the Miami Dolphins put this man's life—not just his NFL playing career, but his life—at risk, they got a negative result. And who knows how long Tua could be out? It could be only for this week five matchup against the Jets, but it could be for multiple weeks going forward. But from a football standpoint, the question is: How can the Dolphins continue to have? Success offensively, with two out, the Jets are not just a joke anymore. The Jets are look like a formidable team, It's a competent and competitive team right now. So, from a football standpoint, how they how can they continue, uh, propelling their offense with Jalen Waddle and Tyree Hill and Mike Siki and Raheem Mostert in a solid offensive line with Teddy Bridgewater at the QB position. That's a huge question that um everybody has many different answers to but let's move on to the next game with a Monday night football matchup between the Rams to the facing the 49ers if the Rams fall short nine to twenty four. This Rams offense has looked horrendous throughout the first four weeks of the NFL season. Stafford Matthew Stafford starting quarterback for the Rams have been has been sacked sixteen times in only four games. We now see how important our offensive line is, especially to this football team. The Rams pretty much have no offense outside of Cooper Cup, And I'm not saying they don't have the talent because they have plenty of talent to hit. You have Cam Akers, you have Allen Robinson. That was a huge addition during the offseason. You also have Tyrell Higby, But the thing is, you're just shoving the ball towards Cooper Cup, and as a Cooper Cup fantasy owner, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. But if you want to win, if you want to get back to the Super Bowl, if you want to defend your crown, you're going to have to spread the ball around. And Matthew Stafford has played terrible. He's played terrible the first four weeks of the season. The Rams are 2-2. Two and two. They're top first in the AMC West. Any team in this division can possibly take the lead here. And the Rams right now are not looking like a clear-cut favorite, not just to make it back. To the Super Bowl, but they don't, even look like a they don't even look like a clear-cut favorite right now to even win their division. Let's move into the next game as the Buffalo Bills escape with the win versus the Baltimore Ravens 23-20. The Ravens will another big-time lead in, in the second half. And of course, that controversial late-game decision by John Harbaugh, coach of the Ravens, um, that was really controversial. That really twisted a lot of hits They really got on the nerves of Marcus Peters. I might add, but at the end of the day, we all know how great Lamar Jackson is, and he can't lead the Ravens to the playoffs all by himself. The defense at some point in time and it needs to be immediately they need they need to figure out what's going on, how they can fix it because two blowing two big time leads. In only four in only a four week period. It's ridiculous. You saw how they bought that big time lead versus the Miami Dolphins back in week two, I believe, and then you see now versus Buffalo. It's just lackluster and undisciplined football from the Waivers Park defensively. And can the Bills, they been a little shake these past two weeks. Um we learned they're not invincible. We learned they're not going to be undefeated. We understand that they're going to have some challenges along the way. Of course, you know, they had some injuries, of course. But at the end of the day, this is a really inexcusable loss by the Ravens on Sunday. Let's move on to the next game as the Kansas City Chiefs go down to Tampa Bay and grab a win as the Chiefs win 41-31 to against the Bucks. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers just don't look the same anymore. They just don't. Anybody who doesn't say that the Chiefs can make it back to the Super Bowl is just, you know, without no respect, just stupid. But let's focus on the Bucks here. Of course, you have Tom Brady. We all know there's been some injury concerns, of course, especially with the online dating all the way back to training camp, but also with Chris Gom and Julio Jones as well. Brady, I'm not going to say he doesn't have the talent to succeed, but the available options that he has due to the injuries, um, it, just a lack of them. Defensively, of course, it's been a little shaky. Of course, you're going to get the top tier quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Of course, he's gonna put the ball in the end zone. Of course, he's gonna put some points up on the board. But allowing forty one points. It's ridiculous. I don't understand that the Chiefs have a very high powered offense, Not just with Kelsey, but you also have Judy Smith Schuster. You also have Marquise Valdez game. You also have Kai Every Healer who's performed pretty good these past couple weeks. The Bucks need to figure this out. And they do, of course, it's gonna be easy, easy. Um, you know way to win the NFC south but you want to make it back to the super bowl and tom brady possibly wants to end his quote unquote final season um with a super bowl trophy they're going to to figure some things out on both ends of the field we all knew going to the season that the buccaneers defense was possibly going to have to to carry not necessarily carry but lead the way for tampa for tampa this season especially knowing that chris was coming off of injuries and, uh, you know, time breaks had a little hiatus in the middle of training camp. But I just don't see it so far. There is really no clear-cut favorite in the, in the NFC at this moment in time. Okay, so let's move on to the next game. As the New York Jets go into Pittsburgh uh, in Zach Wilson's day, season debut, and they escape with a win 24-20, the Steelers named Kenny Pickett the starter for the remainder of the 22 NFL season. And for the Steelers, I know when we did our AFC Divisional predictions, I said that the Steelers really had a strong case to make the playoffs this year because on paper, this team is really, really talented, and they're really, really stacked on both ends. But uh, I'm looking at the Steelers' next four opponents here. You're facing the Bills. You're facing Tampa Bay. You're facing the Dolphins. You're facing the Eagles. Four top-tier teams with some of the best records in the league. And... You have no clue what's going on with your offense. You have absolutely no identity. Not saying you don't have to tell him because you have so many skilled players, offensively between Deontay Johnson, who's a pro bowler, between Chase Claypool, and of course, you can't forget about George Pickett as well. You also have Najee Harris, too, who was actually gonna be my pick for offensive player of the year this year. Kenny Pickett has the opportunity to do some special things. He has the ability, he has the skill set, he has everything in his bag in order to be one of the best young QBs in the game. But this will be a trial year, especially for Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett, and how we can see the Steelers just as a team going forward. We all know the injury concerns that we're about TJ Watt being out these past couple weeks. And of course, Cam Hayward and Najee have had some injury um, issues these past couple weeks didn't dating all the way back to week one versus Baltimore. But at the end of the day, I on paper I could still see the Steelers making the playoffs, but they need to execute. They need to find their identity now. Let's move on to the next game as the Dallas Cowboys just pretty much stomped the Washington Commanders, 25-10. Cooper Rush is now undefeated as the Cowboys starting quarterback, the first quarterback in Dallas Cowboys history to ever do so. Both sides for the offensive both both sides for the Cowboys, both both offensively and defensively, were dominant. Um, the offense will be battle-tested next week, definitely against the defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams, no. Will Dak Prescott be back? I, won't, I, won't, I don't think so. I think he will be back versus that least this game against Philadelphia is right now the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Now, speaking of Philadelphia, they had a very great game um, as they defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 29 to 21 league. Um, this team is forming into a Super Bowl contender. And Jacksonville really looks like a formidable playoff team and a weak AFC South this year. Trevor Lawrence has been performing incredible. Outside of this game, because I know we had a couple of fumbles and everything, it was like a lot of turnover issues in that game versus Philadelphia. But from a a Jacksonville standpoint, what Doug Peterson has done in only four games, it's been nothing short of incredible. Doug Peterson should definitely be Probably at the top of the list when it comes to Coach of the Year consideration, knowing how he has flipped this Jaguars franchise around and put them possibly in a position in the long run to be a playoff team that won the top seeds in the AFC playoff picture this year. So, props to Jacksonville, even though they lost, but again, props to Philadelphia as well, as they look to continue and sustain their success um, during. The latter part of this season. Let's move on to the next game, as the Minnesota Vikings defeat the New Orleans Saints twenty-eight to twenty-five in London. The Saints lose on a double doink, um, kick to end the game. You now, and the Saints fall to one in three. This Saints team is too talented to be one in three, and a little at the bottom of the NFC South. The Saints have to be easily the most disappointing team in the NFC by a landslide, no ands, ifs, or buts about it. Hopefully, they can get their act together. Hopefully, James Winston can come back healthy and perform to the standard that I expect them to play at. Let's move to the next game, an embarrassing loss as the Colts fall short to the Saints, 24-17. to 17. It's devastating and embarrassing for the Colts. I just mentioned how the Saints were the most disappointing team in the NFC. The same goes for the Colts, but only in the AFC. Again, this team is too talented. You have studs on this team. You bring in a new quarterback in Matt Ryan, who looks worse than Carson Wentz today last season. This is ridiculous. This is a team who I expected to win the AFC South without hesitation. I didn't even have to consider it, but... This team, obviously, just on both ends, just don't seem to get their act together. And just based off of this turn alone, the Colts' playoff hopes and aspirations may be over just after four short weeks. So we will see how the rest of the cold seasons fare as they head into Week 5. Let's move to another game, an AFC West Divisional matchup as the Las Vegas Raiders defeat the Denver Broncos 32-23. Raiders grab their first win of the season. Uh, of course, devastating news as the Broncos starting bringing back Jamonte Williams out for the remainder of the season due to a torn ACL and LCL. This is a huge loss for Denver, who is still trying to find their identity offensively. And with Jamonte Williams out, they're going to have to have Melvin Gordon starting rainy back. And of course, Melvin Gordon has had some issues when it comes to holding going to the football. He's had, you know, a high fumble rate, dating go all the way back to last season. So we will see how this Broncos, Alkins fears without Tim Patrick and without Javante Williams as well. So to the next game as the Packers defeat the Patriots 27 to 24 in an overtime thriller. The Patriots look nowhere close to being a formidable playoff team in the AFC this year. So I have to say, of course, Mike Jones um, uh, has some injury, has been injured due to his ankle. Due to, um, some, due to some concerns with his ankles uh, going back to week three. I look at this Patriots team. I said this before a couple of weeks ago, the, before the season even started. I said that the Patriots did not have the talent in my eyes to be a playoff team with or without Mac Jones. Not, and I stand by my team until this day. Again, great win by the Packers. Packers um right now still look. To be a solid playoff team, they, st- they still look to find their identity offensively with Devontae Adams departing for the Raiders. Let's, let's move into the next game as the Arizona Cardinals march into Carolina and win, you know, in a landslide victory 26 16. Panthers lose another game while the Cardinals are now tied for the NFC West League. And I've said this for like the past two recaps Matt Rule got to go. I'm sorry. He is going to be the first head coach this season to be fired. He, if the Panthers lose next week, you can mark my words on this. Matt Rule is out the door. Okay, let's move on to the next game. As the Seattle Seahawks march into Detroit and win uh, a late game with the railroad 48-45, to 45. quick back check, the Lions defense is on pace to allow almost 600 points this year alone. And that is embarrassing because the Lions offense has really, really looked good, of course, with um, Jerry Goff and, of course, DeAndre Swift has some injury concerns, but you also have uh, Williams, you also have St. Brown, you have T.J. Hockinson, you have a really, really talented offense, but defensively, and I'm not saying you don't have the talent as well, it just hasn't meshed together yet, and for the way the offense has been performing, the defense is the lone reason why the Lions have the record that they have. Okay, and for the Seahawks, they've been really surprising this year. You know, it's a four-way tie for the lead in the NFC West. Every team is two and two, and we cannot count the Seahawks out just yet. Geno Smith has been performing incredible, looking like the, like looking like the next coming of Dan Marino. Okay, so. Perhaps T. young, but again, I really do hope to see uh, some improvement defensively from the Lions this year. Let's move on to the next game. As the Giants continue to win football games, they defeat the Chicago Bears 20-12. to 12. Saquon Barkley goes off for 146 yards. Saquon Barkley is like the leading candidate for comic player of the year. And, and the way Saquon Barkley has performed throughout this earlier portion of the season He's probably looking better than he has ever been uh, during his time at the NFL, and I hope they can continue the success. And this is coming from a Cowboys fan, I hope to see guys like Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley continue to find success. And of course, I really, really do wish to see the Giants sustain this success throughout the rest of the season. Let's move on to the final two games as the Chargers defeat the Texans 34-24. to The Chargers offense goes off again. Justin Herbert has an incredible performance alongside Michael, Michael Winslow. almost has 170 yards in this game. The question is, can they, sustain, can they sustain this explosive offensive performance next week against Cleveland? And I believe they can, of course, especially with the Browns falling to the Falcons. 20 to 23, and just my quick notes on this, just sweet and simple. The Browns are the Browns. Of course, you have Jacoby Brissett, and he's really, really uh, performed well, of course, with Deshaun Watson suspended the first Olympic games of the season. I just don't see how the Browns can possibly go to the Falcons. It's ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous to NFL fans across the world. But, you know, again, plain and simple. Browns are the Browns. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us here on Sports Darius Aiden for our week for recap of the 2022-2023 season. If you haven't already, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, comment down below, and hit the bell for post notifications and updates from our channel. Until then, guys, this has been another edition of Sports Darius Aiden. I am Darius Adams, and we will see you in the next episode. Until then, guys, peace. See you soon.